What's up, boys? How's your finals going? Pretty shitty. Oh, you want to talk about shit? So we're rushing today's episode because Dan has places to go, people to see, and we had to hit record right away. But I, I have the sh- on the toilet. Matthew is outside my bathroom, and this, this is how we're rolling the beginning of this episode. That's that's a good good way to start. Team oh. chemistry, a lot of team bonding going on right now. Yeah. We're all getting closer as a unit. I I'm not. I'm not there. Phys- I'm not there physically, but I, I have a good sense of what's going on. Did you hear that, Danny? I had yeah. pops today oh, and the double cheeseburger, real greasy. You heard that, Danny? Yes. Okay, Sounds so this, I mean, the agenda today. Agenda today is we, we got to shout out a relief pitcher. Oddly enough, we got to talk about the Bears' big win, and we got to talk about the dumpster fire that we have at the United Center for the Bulls and the Hawks. We're gonna have a we're finally going to have our Hawks guest on for Hawks Talk, but I'll come at the end of the episode. Danny, where do you want to start? Let's let's start with our Chicago Bears. I would love to start with Chicago mm-hmm. Bears. Matt, you always get nervous for big-time games. You always, like, go into, like, our friend's apartment and say, like, I'm nervous when we're on primetime. Like, I can't deal with it. Like, how, how'd it go? I, I feel like the primetime nerves are I – don't, I, I don't want to look at you in the face right now. That's fine. So I'm looking at the wall, which is it's just a weird it's – a, it's a situation over here. But uh, – I feel like I'm finally starting to shake the primetime scaries. I mean, we obviously a game or week one against the Packers, you know, things didn't go our way. You know, we were killing it. We had like one of the all time meltdowns. Al Michael said our season was literally over after week one. Set us back 10 years. Couldn't be more wrong. That was my, that was me, not Jake, by the way. Couldn't be more wrong. Al Michaels or Chris Collinsworth, whoever said that. But I feel like I'm finally starting to shake the, the scaries. We're three now since then. Beat the Seahawks uh, week two in Monday Night Football. Yep. Beat the Vikings two or three weeks ago, and then obviously we just massacred the Rams. So it was just a great, it was a great game. I'll, I'll let I don't, I'll let Dan or Jake take it. Dan, yeah. you can go. I think. Oh wait, sorry, Jake. You you want wait? You want me to go or not? Yeah, you do. I'm wiping. Okay. Wait. Would you consider like a Thanksgiving win as a prime time? I, I know it's not like prime time, prime time, but it's nationally televised. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could add that. Because really, sure. you could you could look at it and say we're four zero on nationally televised games. I feel like the since, again, since, the more since the Packers lost. I feel like the 4.30 one's the biggest one. I feel like the 7.30 on Thanksgiving, though, everyone's either sleeping or, like, going to different houses well, and everyone, stuff. I think by that time, everyone's settled. They're all, like, sitting their fat asses down on the couch with their jokes. Maybe my family's just weird. We we clear out of this house by, like, 2.30, 3 o'clock, because people have other places to go. Yeah. What are you saying, Dan? No, I mean, the besides obviously, besides the Packers loss, we're doing well on national nationalized TV. The problem, the one problem I see with this Bears win, obviously they play phenomenal, all that. Now I have, I'm gonna have this irrational sense of confidence, like the rest of the way. I feel like we just gotta remember it's like the 2015 Cubs, where it's like we're not supposed to be here. Obviously, we'll, obviously we'll be disappointed if we don't win the Super Bowl at this point, which is like crazy to even think that we like be thinking this. So I feel like I, we're gonna make the playoffs. We have a 99 percent chance just to make the playoffs. I, we're gonna beat the Packers this week. Knock on wood to win the division. Akeem Hicks has been tweeting all kinds of. He's been talking all kinds of shit to the Packers, saying like I can't wait for them to come so I can murder them. So I feel like we're just playing with house money at this point. Obviously, we'll still we'll still be disappointed if we lose, but we just gotta. I, I feel like we just gotta be happy. We're but we're we're building something here. We just gotta be happy with anything we can get. So we're we're far ahead of schedule than where we should have been at the start of the year, where we thought we would be. That was just an awesome game from, like, 
the start, it was just well. The first quarter was kind of rough, but after like the first quarter, it was like they have nothing for this defense. Like yeah. they they're not moving the ball. They can't run the ball. Jared Goff looks like dog shit. It's his worst game of like his career, basically. Like McVay's worst coach head coaching game. I mean, it's only been like two years, I think. Todd Gurley had his worst game since he was a rookie when Jeff Fisher was still the coach. Yeah, I, they're talking about it on one of the podcasts I listened to. This is like one of his like his like fourth worst game in the top three worst games, like statistic wise. He were he, he wasn't was, even a starter yeah, because so. when he was coming off an injury, like he only played half. So this is truly his like this like was truly his worst game. Yeah, so I mean, risky, oh, they, sorry, only, Dan, what you they only carried the ball t- 11 times. Yeah, it was kind of weird. I, maybe they just, they're, I, I'm obviously not a, a, not like a pro and I don't know how to like read things, but I feel like maybe they just knew like the Bears defense or like, like just really had nothing for the Bears defense. And they're like, we have to get the aired out. I'm not really sure. But yeah, that was, that was not, I would not hand the ball off to them. I mean, you I think, you think in that snow and the cold in Chicago, you'd establish the run game early. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not really. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe McVay is out by himself. But Sean McVay can like name all 11 starters, though. Yeah, you really. think he'd have the answers? He knew all 11 guys who most just played. Yeah. Um, what about Trubisky, what do you, are you guys worried about? Trubisky, Trubisky, he looked. I mean, he looked really bad. Yeah, he did. It was, and it wasn't like it wasn't his de- decision making either. It was just overthrows. It was just him missing his targets. I wonder. I. I done no research on this is the thing I very well could have done research on. I, I got to know if his injury is still nagging or something. But I, I also, I mean, I not give him a pass. You know, the first half, I was saying pregame with my pals, you know, the first half I expect him to be shaky because I know he hasn't played football in like three weeks and this is like prime time against the Rams. So, and I'm, they, they, their defense is weird because they give up, they have like, they have big name players. So like they're like a big play defense. So like they'll give up a lot of yards and like a good points up. But they like have a lot of big name, like big players like Aaron Donald. So while they give up a lot of points, they're like a complete bum defense. But yeah, I was definitely like the first half. I was thinking like he'll shake the rust in the first half. Second half, come out strong. But yeah, he, he never really put it all together. But I don't know. I, I still give him a pass just because he hasn't thrown a football. Well, not thrown a football. Yeah, it's been three weeks, weeks, weeks since so. he's thrown a football. Yeah. Well, I think he's, he's been throwing. I, I, I mean, I know, throwing, but... Obviously, but yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. game, like in game action, you know, under the bright lights. But yeah, I mean, obviously we wanted more from Trubisky, but at the end of the day, you can't be too upset since we got the win. Jake, what do you think about? Jake, um, what do you think about Trubisky? Oh my god, I thought it was actually pretty good. Like, I don't know, not good. It was a good team win. Definitely not good from him. Worst game of like basically his career. He had a thirty-three passer rating. He definitely had worse games with. Under I don't know, but the, the Rams' defense didn't earn any of those turnovers. I guess the one right before half was like a jump ball between the DB and Taylor Gabriel was, was a pretty nice throw. catch. Was it was a bad throw, throw, but like it was a nice catch. The rest of them were literally just overthrows that Rams players were right there for. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't even give him credit for that one. That was like like he literally tried to throw it. Taylor Gabriel was about two feet tall, and he tried to like throw a give jump him a ball. jump ball. I think he's Randy Moss, and it wasn't like a deep pass either. It was like. Five yards ahead, like before the line of scrimmage or before the first time. Yeah. What guys? What do you I think happens if that game is played in LA? What's that? What do you think that? What do you think the result is if we played that game in LA? That's the other thing. Is like I, that's, that's, that's the other thing that like obviously I want to stay excited and be positive. Like yeah, we just kicked the Rams' ass. Like we're one of the best teams in the NFL. But that's the other thing. Like I just don't know how much the cold. Like yeah, that it'd be it would be very interesting because we're gonna assuming we win Week One or assuming we win the uh, wild card weekend. Wild card weekend. We'll obviously be playing either the Saints or the Rams, assuming I well, no, not assuming because they'll, they'll be the one or two seed. Yeah, I think we'd be playing the the Rams, right? As of Saints, as of right now, we'd yeah. be playing the Rams, but either way, we'll have to march into New Orleans or L.A. and play one of those. So either two. either a dome or warm weather. Yeah, that, that's the thing that kind of concerns me. And just the Bears have been just dominant overall at home. 
think they have one loss at home. Six and one. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's the other thing. Not that you want to take away from the Bears for, like, being a good home team, but you also do have to factor that in. I don't know. I, I'd be very interested to see. I, I don't think the result would be the same. I think we could still pull the win out, but it wouldn't have been as dominant. I do. I kind of want to see them play the Saints. I think we match up extremely well against the Saints because I was watching some YouTube videos on the Saints, whatever, and the guy basically was breaking it down saying, you you think of the Saints and you think like high power attack, just like deep balls and like big play, big play, big play. They're actually not that at all this year. They run the least amount of plays in the NFL. They have the um, like the highest number of time of possession. Well, they said they're not a big play offense. Yeah, like well, their efficiency. They're just efficient. Keep the ball. Don't let their like keep their defense off the field and just like run short passes and like eventually they'll get big plays. But like, couldn't you attribute their lot like? being, like, running the least amount of plays to the fact that they just got, like, big plays and, like, they cover more ground and less plays? No, I'm sorry. It wasn't the least amount of plays. It was the least amount of drives per game. Least amount of oh, drives. Okay. Oh. So, and then they have the highest time of possession. It was just, like, a bunch of efficiency numbers, but, like, against this Bears team, the only time, where like, they get really bad is, like, last two minutes of the half, no huddle, just keep everyone on the field, let's go, go, go. Like, it was against the Vikings. Yeah, the Vikings at home that happened. Tom Brady, of course, is perfect at that. Aaron Rodgers. And then when we were – yeah, Aaron Rodgers graded it. And then when we played in Miami, they just went super, like, hyper pace in the heat, and, like, we get worn down. But when we have to face teams that slow it down and let us huddle up, I don't think, like, the teams would get much on this defense. Because you, you saw the Rams try to hint at that during the game on Sunday because they, they did – they didn't ran a couple of no huddles. They wanted to get to the line real quick. I just think like if, if Trubisky can, if Trubisky can get back to like peak, not peak form, but like if he can just play like, at a high level, like I, I think we're easily the best team in the NFC. If Trubisky be, plays, Trubisky plays average. That game is thirty to six. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like it's not even yeah. close. It turns into an embarrassment. Yeah, he's, uh, obviously like we were saying to overthrowing guys, he's just missing guys in general who are wide open. Yeah, so if Trubisky can, if Trubisky can shake the rust in these next three weeks and go, obviously like we will be in the playoffs. Uh. I, I don't know. I just don't think there's a team. We could, we could compete with any team or and or be like kill every any team in the NFC. If yeah. Trubisky's playing well. Like that first I think that wildcard weekend, I'm not scared of either wildcard team. Like Seattle's playing better now, but I'm not scared of Seattle. We, we I don't think we'll still... have to play Seattle. What? I don't think we'll have to play Seattle because Seattle right now is the five seed, correct? Yeah, they're yeah. eight they're eight and five. And right Vikings now. would be six. It's like yes. Vikings, Panthers, and like the Packers, the are, Eagles like, the are hanging around are, too, but they Vikings lost. Currently hold the six seed, but like the Packers, the Panthers, and like some other Eagles, the Hunt, Eagles, the Hunt. they're all like six and sixteen. They're all like six and seventeen. I gotta admit something. I was extremely wrong. I thought Kirk Cousins, and you can go back to that episode and listen when we did like the over unders. I thought Kirk Cousins was gonna make this team like unstoppable. I was very wrong. The Vikings are a weird Hand team. Up. The Vikings are a weird team. I, you, I mean, now, now that you look back, like obviously they have a, a very good defense still, but like you really took the. Okay, like, you just credit, like, all their success last season to just Case Keenum having, like, a career year. Because, obviously, now, like, Cousins is getting paid, like, a trillion dollars to be, like, I think it's, like, three years, 84 million. Three years, 84 yep. million, all guaranteed. It's 26 million, then 28, and then I think it jumps to 31 the last year. So, I mean, and he's, he's playing, like, shit. So, obviously, I mean, you got to think, like, obviously, like, they, they, people thought they'd be built to, like, be winning for the next, like, five years, or like, not five years, just, like, for, like, the near future, like, they're a dominant team, and now they're, like, six and six, six and six, one. Five, one. Six, mm-hmm. five, and one. Yeah, it's crazy, like, how you just take away. <laughs> I mean, obviously, quarterback's a very important position, but I would I would have thought Cousins would at least be, like, serviceable to, like, get them, like, 
a few games above 500 at this point. And, kind of and people forget that Del, Delvin Cook is healthy this year, too. He was he yeah. played three weeks last year, and obviously I think it was towards ACL or whatever it was. And then they had to then they had to ride with uh, like Latavius Murray and Jarek McKinnon, and they still played awesome. Well, McKinnon got McKinnon. This is McKinnon's first year off out of the uh, out of Minnesota, right? He's I think he's in, in San Francisco. I think it's, yeah, well, I think he's, he's on the team last year. That's what I'm he was, yeah. yeah. So I wonder, yeah, I wonder if that's that factors in. Like he's a lot better than they thought he was, or like he like deserves more credit than people give him as a good running back. But going like back to Bears wise, like just win this week, and then San Francisco, like. They're trying to tank. I think even we like rest, not like rest because you don't really rest people in week 16, but like don't like show anything on film. We could still beat them at San Fran. There's 11 wins right there. Who the hell was thinking we were going to win 11 games? Like I was thinking like optimistically, like nine and seven would be pretty cool. Yeah. 10 and six is a stretch. Realistically, we could win 12, but I don't think they're going to win that last game if we already have it clinched up. I think. Yeah, I mean, it also depends on what the Vikings do and like what the teams around them do. So oh, it, Vikings, it doesn't matter if we win one more game, we clinch. No, I'm saying like if the Vikings, like that week 17. Like, oh the yeah, if they need out, it, yeah. If they're even like if they're out of it as well, or if they're also like, you know what I mean? Like uh-huh. if, if they if they've either clinched their spot or they're like they've lost a few games, like two games. If they lose like the next two weeks, then like yeah. some other team wins too, and they're just like completely done. Like we could win that game if they're just like fuck this, like we all want to go home. I don't know how Nagy would handle it, but if it's like week 17, we already clinched the three seed. We're slotted right there, and like the Vikings are playing for the sixth seed. I don't know if you punt that game. Like I think you just have to like put them out of their misery. And be like, okay, we're not yeah, letting no. you in. I remember this happened uh, twenty ten, the last time the Bears were in the playoffs, and then we let the Packers win. Yeah, we, yeah. we could have beaten the Packers, and if they had lost, they would not have. They'd be like out of the playoffs. Instead, we'd be benched all our players. They win, then we go on to play them in the NFC Championship and lose in a heart heartbreaking fashion. So I, BJ Raji dancing on our graves. I don't like mm. and. So if that if it does come down to that, that's a that's a strong point actually. We could play them back to back weeks if they do if things hold as they are right now and like they beat yeah. us or whatever, or even if we win, like we could still play them. I I don't I think you gotta stop on their throat. Number one, number two, that that would make me nervous. I think I'd rather play the Seahawks than the Vikings because I just any like div- in division game, like I don't know, just division teams just know each other so well that like, any team could beat any team. Yeah, like freaking fucking Miami always beats New England like yeah, once exactly. a year for some so, reason. Yeah. I mean, it was like two and six in the last eight games in Miami or something like that. Which is crazy. And the thing, like, the thing is, I think it would be smart to rest these guys week 17. But what the problem is, I don't want to play because I don't know what the possibility is that they drop to that four spot if Dallas stays this hot. And then we'd have to play Seattle, who I'd, I'd much rather play the Vikings than Seattle. I think I'm on a different boat here. I watched Seattle. I mean, you guys watch that Monday night game, right? I know yeah. Seattle's at home, but they look so much better than the Vikings. We, I mean, we killed, we killed Seattle. Obviously, they've been, they've been running the ball a lot more. That's like the whole storyline is like they've been handing the ball off like a, a ton more. They actually, they actually run more than they throw. I think they're the only team in the NFL that does that, or like one of the only teams that does that. I, I still, I just don't, I don't know, man. I just we're playing a th- like playing a team twice and then for a third time in the playoffs. I just, I don't know. That just doesn't. I don't know. Russell, Russell Wilson in the playoffs could be very scary. Yeah, Russell Wilson or Kirk Cousins, who would you rather face? I guess. Well, I mean, yeah, but also like the Vikings defense is much better. I don't know but, about that. The Seattle D looks looked really good on Monday night. Who did they play Monday night? The Vikings. They played, the Vikings. They played each other. Yeah. The Vikings. But I don't. I mean, they're obviously a good defense, but also Kirk Cousins is just a fuck. And I don't. I don't know. And Thielen, it really seems like you just shut down Thielen. Like he just doesn't do anything. Or if you shut down the Thielen, like their whole their whole, whole offense, offense is just like done. Yeah, because he's obviously like you think Delvin Delvin Cook must be playing bad. I was like kind of kind of watching on and off that game, but Stephon Diggs isn't like a guy you go to to just like. 
he like he like he's a, a big a big play guy. Like you throw him a little slant, and he like houses it, that kind of shit. It seems like you just take out Thielen. I don't think Thielen did anything really against the Bears. Like no, quiet, I think he had a touchdown. I don't think he had a catch the first half. And he had like two or three in the second. Yeah, he was really quiet. Touchdown or something like that. So I mean, he well, obviously they will show up on the stat line that he did did okay. But it really seems like you just like shut down. You shut down uh, Cousins' number one option. He's just like they just don't know what to do. They're just like sitting there like, what the fuck do we do now? I, I would still. I don't know, man. I just playing division and for a third time. I I would just rather face the Seahawks. I I know. I hear you guys. Russell Wilson, you know, in the playoffs especially, he's, like, one of like, the best, like, game quarterbacks, like, underrated. One of the best, like, people have been sleeping on him kind of, I feel like, because, like, the, the Seahawks have kind of fallen off and all these good NFC teams have taken the spotlight. But I don't know, man. I think I would just rather face a, non, a non-division opponent. Yeah. We want to be a quick episode, but I just want to talk about, like, the AFC is stacked. Like, it's not, like, it's not stacked. I, they're really good. No, they're AFC is very good. Don't get me wrong, but I, I don't know if it's just like I think like it's a lot of there's like good like top like the top teams like the the uh, Patriots. Obviously, they have a lot of Patriots, Chiefs, and the Chargers Texans. are all and the oh, and the Chargers. The Texans are in their division just fucking stinks. Well, they're better this year. The, the Colts are actually good, but I don't. Know, I feel like instead of I feel like there's like a lot of a lot of like good teams instead of like a, like a few like I don't know you, know. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's, I don't know. Like, it is a very good division, but I feel like there's like a lot of, like, okay, good teams. And, like, I don't know. It just makes it seem like it's a lot better than it actually is. Well, that that division race, or the, not the division, the wild card race for that second wild card spot in the AFC is going to be crazy the last three weeks. I know. It already is crazy right now. And, yeah. yeah. There's, like, there's, like, five teams or something. There's, like, some crazy amount of teams. The, the, the Colts, the Ravens, the Colts. Dolphins. Which and, are the uh, Steelers. No, the Steelers, Steelers are leading their division right now. Steelers are technically yeah they're in first but they've lost. But they can they can lose that stuff. Seven five and one. I know, like everyone else behind them is like six and seven. So I mean they're like obviously they're they're leaving their division but they're still like they can yeah. still easily like lose another game and be yeah. Know, okay. I think they're, they're the Browns are they? Are no, the Browns do have a chance. They're five seven and one. No really? five seven or yeah. Not they, have, they beat they the Panthers. Yeah. Not a great chance, but a chance nonetheless. Fuck all these ties. The Dolphins. Tires saying one at the end. That football talk? What else we got? Um, yeah, we just do. Uh, we have Bulls, and then we just shout out Adam Adovino, if that's how you pronounce his last name. Yeah, He's the reliever in Colorado. He's a free agent now. He just came out and said it. We've been saying it for months, like the whole time we've had this podcast. Even longer it, than that, obviously, before the podcast, we'd be fighting. Me and Jake are fighting with our friends. Like it, it, it seems like it's always me and you versus like the entire group. It does. But I, I'm on your side for this. Yeah, you, no, no, yeah, you are. But I'm saying like the, there are the kids at NIU, like they all. Oh. They all think that like, oh yeah, no, you're like obviously he'd stink at first, but you know, you give him some time, he he would uh he'd catch up. So he yeah, basically sure. just said if Babe Ruth stepped in the box against him, like he'd strike him out every time. Yeah. Do you like what would Babe Ruth do if he saw like a slider, like an actual like good slider that wasn't just like some rainbow? Especially Adam out of you know. He put the cigar him. down. <laughs> he no, he'd like swallow a cigar and just have a heart attack. Yeah. We've had this, we've had this talk before. We're trying to give him yeah, a shout out. Yeah, we're trying to give him a shout out. Thank you. We need more players to say this. Or like people that suck like nineteen sixties basketball players' dicks. Like people would be real mad if like if like KD or something came out and was like, "Oh, I'd get I'd get Bill Russell buckets." People would be very upset. Like the people, I know it's like everything's in their own generation, but Bill Russell, if anyone's like he's a top like ten player, just know LeBron is taller than Bill Russell. That's all you need to know. Like KD would, like his ankles would literally break. It's hard to. I mean, obviously. Skill wise, I'm sure like LeBron would be better, but like you, the guy has like 11. But it feels like baseball is the only sport where we do this, where it's like, oh yeah, those guys from 100 years ago would be just as good now. Like basketball, we know. Okay, Bill Russell, yeah, like he wouldn't, but like, I mean, there's plenty of other guys like everyone, like 
I don't know, what, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Well, that's he he played, one he, of the best players of all time. What? He played in the 90s. Like well, he played, in 70s, the, 80s. he played into the 90s. Into the 90s. It's close enough. Yeah. Well, okay, we need to be short. Danny's got to go. We also want to talk about the Bulls are a dumpster fire. That is a shit show you have going on at the United Center. Freaking back-to-back, lose by 56 points, and then have a two-and-a-half-hour practice where the players are like, yeah, fuck this guy. Like, he hasn't even been a head coach for like a week and a half, and the team has already quit on him. And and getting booed off the court. Which they deserve. It's just wild that, like, the Chicago, I don't know. It's like the, the Bulls are not – they're like not an attractive destination for head coach, which is wild because we're, like, a top market. With the Chicago Bulls, we have, like, tons of history. Like, fans will come out if you're good. But just the fact that you have Gar and, I, like, I heard – I heard on, like, part of my take or something like that or some podcast that, like, Gar, Gar Pax – or not – or Gar Foreman and John Paxson, they, like, were spying on Tom Thibodeau uh-huh. and Fred Hoiberg. So, like, and, like, obviously, if I know this, like, literally everybody else in the NBA world knows this. So, like, why would anybody ever want to, like, any good coach ever want to come and coach in Chicago as long as those fucks? Like, Ryan's, they, they need to be fired. Like, I'm, well, sick, I'm sick and tired of going. I don't back. think they're going to get fired because they are consistently a top five team in attendance every year. Like, Bulls fans show up those to games. Those numbers are fudge. I, okay, I think they're fudge, but, like, when they go, like, their year-end interview, like, hey, look at top five in attendance and, like, I don't know. It has keep, to be. They, can't, they cannot be top I think, top But the United Center, I also think, sits the most people. They do. Or, I think probably – I don't think that matters. No, though. Madison Square Garden would sit more. Um, Staples Center, I think, sits more. Staples Center probably I don't think that does. Matters if but yeah, fans aren't showing up. I don't think it's like, oh, I don't think that matters though. Because like, if you're still a shitty team, it doesn't matter how big your arena is. Like people aren't. Well, I, the, I, they gotta be. They're, but they're, they're, they're still selling tickets. What's up? They're, they're still selling, selling tickets. tickets. That's that, that's why I'm happy. I only root for one team. Uh, ran by Reinsdor, because it's all, like it's like all he cares about is like getting the money. And he doesn't uh-huh. care, like, give a fuck about winning. Like that's, What's just, it called? that's just annoying. Fans need to boo them off the court every after game. every game, and they need. I need to hear a fire gar fire packs chant like every yeah. single game until these guys are out. Like I'm not even a Bulls fan, but I. It's not even a point where it's fun to watch the Bulls suck anymore. Like this is actually like really bad. Like this is horrible. I have. I, they need to like find gar gar form and John Pax and like turn like turn like boo them, like turn oh, around yeah. like find them in the box. Like don't boo. I mean the players obviously like. And they didn't assemble a shitty roster, so everyone just turn around and egg and like throw tomatoes at John, John fucking Paxson and uh, Gar Foreman. Like, but, I don't, like find them in the box and just give them the middle finger. But like, here, 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 look at the bright side. Just give us Zion Williamson or RJ Barrett. I don't know if we. Got, I well. The thing is, the Bulls have too much like talent to get a top three pick. Like Lori's back. Wendell Carter's pretty damn good. Let that. We're Jack Levine is pretty good. It's like done. we're still losing games, though. Like you're losing. They're losing games, but they're losing enough games to get like five or six, not we're like one, two, three. No, Suns are worse. We're like top three, right? Bottom three. I think it's like Suns. Well, both. I mean, they only sure? have six Check. wins. I'll look it up. I only have six wins. We're they like, have six wins. I'm pretty sure I, us and the Hawks are tied for the worst. I'm fairly certain. Yeah. I'm giving the Bulls too much credit. Then I thought they had like more. No, no. I didn't they, think they were doing any better. Bad. They are that bad. They're awful. They're, they're, they're terrible. Well, with Lori back, you guys should be a little better. Like, from really, really bad to just, like, pretty bad. One would think. But even him, it's like, I mean, obviously, Lori's a great player, but he's not going to be – He's not going to Actually, no. We're not going to be if, winning like, not because play, of Lori. If they're not going to, like, play for their coach and they've already quit on this asshole is making them run wind sprints after a back-to-back, like – Phoenix? I wouldn't – I don't know. They probably might get that one, two, three pick. I think they actually will. Phoenix is the worst team with four wins. Sorry to interrupt you. Right. Phoenix is the worst team with four wins. Chicago and Cleveland. Chicago is Chicago and Cleveland both have six six wins. 
but we're we're, we're uh, second worst because we're six and twenty two, and Cleveland six and twenty one. But and I don't know. Actually, Atlanta is also six and twenty. Like the like the Bulls, the Bulls, the Cavs, and the uh, Hawks have all, are all they all have six wins, but the Bulls are six and twenty two. Cleveland six and twenty one and Atlanta six and twenty. So we we've just played more games. And the and the NBA will just rig the lottery for us because look look at the teams that are tanking right now, or the teams that are the worst. You got Atlanta, not a big market. Cleveland, not a huge market. Phoenix, not a big market. You'll be give it to scary. give it to Chicago. You'll be extremely scary. A Trey Young Zion Williamson pick and roll, Whoa. just like five feet behind the three point line. Start it, just. <laughs> Have a three hundred pound unit running to the rim, just toss up the lob. That'd be fun to watch. If Silver has anything to say about it, or if David, I should, if David Stern has anything to say about it, if oh, if any of these players were from Chicago, like if RJ Barrett or Williamson were from Chicago, it'd be like all but guaranteed they're coming. Because like I remember Derrick Rose, he had like a like a three percent chance of. I remember the the year the Bulls got the number one pick and they took Derrick Rose. Chicago had like a three percent chance to get the first pick, and he, they had like I don't know what it was. Jake, yeah. Jake, I don't know fuck Jake. Yeah. It was over there. It was something. I, yeah. Jake's, just, Jake's doing all kinds of hand motions. I've very... been, like, waking up lately with scratches all over my body. Kinky fuck. No, it, like, I have oh, one goodness. on my chest, like, that starts from my lower abdomen up to, like, the middle of my chest. Now I have one on my form. I don't know where I'm getting these. It's like, that's Jake, like some Jake, you're not, you're not still shitting, are you? No. No, I, that's, that's long gone. Yeah. It's past. That's How was it? Shit. It was wet. Cool. You'll if you, if you listen back, you'll hear it. You will definitely hear it. I, I yeah. I, um, I sorry, I got I get off track, but yeah, Bulls are a dumpster fire. Their coach is literally making one run wind sprints, and their NBA players. It doesn't help that they're all fan out of shape and don't want to do it. And I've heard that like he keeps like referencing that like I used I used to work for the Spurs. Like this is gonna work, and all the players are like, dude, you're not fucking Greg Popovich. Shut up. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Like, dude. Okay. And, and none of us are Kawhi Leonard. Like, okay, I'm Tim Duncan. Like, it's or not going to work. Remember yeah. Tim Duncan, Greg, is Greg Robinson? Is that the old? Uh, old Tim Robinson. Tim Robinson. David Robinson. David, David, David. David. I don't know why I said Tim. Yeah, David Robinson. I think Tim, Tim Robinson's in a book I read. Cool. <laughs> Book's pretty cool. Fucking nerd. Uh, Danny, anything else you want to bring? Um, bring up to the table? No, I mean, I mean, it is Christmas season. What's your guys' favorite Christmas movie? Oh. Oh, we did talk about this before. You weren't here yet. Um. I'll go first. Mine's Christmas Vacation. I love Chevy Chase. I I think all the movies he's in are hilarious. I love Caddyshack because of him. Rodney Dangerfield's also in Caddyshack, but it's not a Christmas movie. Um, mine's Christmas Vacation. Dan? Um, my personal favorite is The Grinch is Still Christmas. Um, I love Jim, Jim Carrey, Carrey version of the cartoon. Um, I love both. I really okay. do. Pick one. Gotta pick one. I guess the real version. Just Jim Carrey is awesome. But, um... Yeah, the Grinch is still Christmas. I kind of have, like, a real quick funny story about Christmas movies. Go ahead. Let's hear it. All right, so, like, about a week ago, um, we were, you know, guys in my apartment, we were trying to get in the Christmas spirit, so we watched, you know, watched, like, a family guy Christmas, always sunny Christmas, all, you know, all that. And then uh, somebody, guy to live with, uh, Prinsky, who actually came on the podcast, he suggests, um, let's watch uh, The Year Without the Santa Claus. And... You know, I really liked that movie when I was a kid. We throw it on. It was on for 20 minutes, and we were just sitting there like, oh, my God, this this sucks. This is really bad. Like, they, like and it just kind of ruined the whole, like, the, it ruined the movie for me because I really liked that movie as a, as a kid. And then it's just well, a bunch of, like, singing and about. stuff. Dan saw that Christmas movie. 
It's, I'm sorry to hear that. It was, but it was just funny because how, how like nostalgic it was because like obviously like movies like Rudolph and like Year Without the Santa Claus, like you love those movies as a kid, and then you watch it now, you're like, this is awful. I, well, I don't know how much? some I don't know how somebody watches that with their kids. I've never even heard of the Year yeah, Without Santa yeah, Claus. I have no idea what you're talking about. Really? I've never heard of it in my life. Wow. Um, it's I a guess pretty, it's, like it's a pretty like well known of... movie. Never heard of it. I'm not a huge movie guy, so this is like kind of the same topic, just like things getting ruined when you're a child. Like when you're in second, third grade and you see your teacher, you're like, Wow, this is the smartest person I've ever seen in my life. And now you're in college and you see all like the education majors, like, wow, these are the people that like Basically, my teachers were these people 25 years ago, and you have a lot less respect for them. I've or, never thought I've never had that thought in my life. I'm like oh, sitting that in is fucking Miss oh Miss Kill Mrs. Kilroy's fucking seventh grade. Well, seventh grade, class. I think it, I think it fades away, but like first, second, third grade, when you're learning your alphabet to like your multiplication, you're like, wow, this lady I, is the master of all. I've <laughs> I've never seen anyone smarter. She knows all the answers, I, all the stories. I just I always say I've always hated school, so I've always had like a fuck all these people. I don't know about the other students, but about like the teachers and shit. Because I've I was not not the I was not the most compliant student, so I was always getting you know naughty slips written to be brought home, and you know like. Calls calls from the teacher like, hey, to my, to my mom, say, hey, your kid's an asshole type of shit. So I, I actually tell like a big fuck you to all these teachers mentality. But I always thought my mom was like the smartest person. It's like 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 parents, like yeah. moms, like they just like you fucking text them like, hey, how do I do this? Like they, I don't know. They I think know. like yeah, they, they, they know the everything. same way. Just like, hey, this thing's broke. Like all I have to do is this, this, and this, and it's fixed. Okay. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Like my dad's not the biggest book smart guy, but like, yeah, hey, just, yeah. My, my toilet's broken. He's like, all right, so exactly what you have to do is this, this, and this. I'm like, wow, you're not even a plumber. Like, you're an electrician. Yes, like, how exact, do you know yeah. this? It's the exact same one. Yeah. So, yeah, Matt, what's, what's your favorite Christmas kind of, movie? Yeah. I don't, want, I don't want to go down a deep, dark, a dark path about... Oh, Matt, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, my favorite Christmas movie. Um, I'm, as I said, not a big movie guy, so I got to go Elf. I might get ridiculed for that pick. I don't know. It's no, it's a great... Movie. I love Elf. Elf's a strong movie. Elf's a very strong movie. I would say Christmas Story... And I mean, I don't know. It That's is cool that TBS plays it for fucking eight, like a month straight around Christmas time. Like they play it. It's actually like 24 hours. I think Christmas Story is like one of the most overrated Christmas movies. No, I like it oh, a I lot. It. It's just so over. It's just, I mean, I'm not overplayed. It's like they like literally play it for 24 hours, like like consecutively. I don't think they're doing that this year, by the way. I think yeah, they, they, the pulled, they TBS pulled it because of the, because the kid got bullied. Is that, was that real? Was that a real headline? Yes. Who, who, who was that? Who's, what website was that on? Dude, I, I mean, I don't have an offhand. I could probably send it. I just to you feel like I, I feel like I saw it, and I was like, "That's like it looks like a phony. It looks like a phony report." Because I, I wouldn't be surprised. That, that would really suck. I feel like that would bring it. But I mean, I don't know. I just didn't. I didn't pick that because like it's just so like you just see it like eighteen times on Christmas. Like I don't know. It's just okay after the twentieth time of seeing little Ralphie fucking shoot his eye out. It's like okay, I've I've had about enough of this. One more favorite Christmas song. I mean, Mariah Carey. I'll go first. I'm gonna. Yeah, oh, last a little snake drive. Uh, Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas is you slaps. At any any time of the year too. It's like a light. Yeah, it really it's does. Strong song. I feel like that's a. I feel like that's a very hot, like not hot take. I feel like most people would say that song. Right. I I think that's mine. Really, mine's mine's uh that's Mariah Carey's a very very good pick. But my personal favorite is uh Bruce Springsteen. Santa Claus is coming to town. That's a good one. Strong. You're you're a big Bruce guy. Seems like the whole Ash family is. Well, it's my dad. Yeah. Your dad is a. It seems like your dad's a big Bruce guy. Am I right? Bruce guy. Shout out Bruce. Big big shout out to Bruce. One big shout out to Mr. Ash. Big shout out to Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Jerry. We got anything else this episode? I know we wanted to be a quickie. We had another thing. 
Oh, no, we didn't. You you had something else that you mentioned. Well, oh, it was just. It's not even a like a. It's not anything to talk. No, we talk about the Hawks are later. The Hawks interview with my friend will be once the actual episode's done. There won't be a, there will be a song after the interview. It'll be a good song. Brendan picked it. My twelve year brother. Um, but the interview will be after this ep- like our little conversation ends. It'll just be me. But uh, no, what else I want to bring up? Yeah, all I put in the group chat was that one time my grandma denied a date to Pete Rose, the baseball player. Oh yeah. So she worked at an insurance insurance place and her coworker was dating Johnny Bench and the Reds came to town to play the Cubs, I guess. And Pete Rose was looking for a, a hot date. So they, they hit up uh, my, my grandma, but mm-hmm. she was happily married. So, and yeah, that's it's like a, a story. Piece of pervert too. You like had sex with like a 16 year old girl in Ohio. So. I'm very glad that I, I'm very glad my grandma was married. Yep. Yeah. He, He's, he's a little, yeah, he's a little crazy. I think I think it's legal at the time. It might even still be legal, like at legal age of 16, not 18. Mm-hmm. He, Depends he on the state. He definitely got caught up in some some. My grandma, my grandma has some weird just like stories. And they're not like made up Miss Woods stories. Miss Woods is our seventh grade teacher who oh, just makes up everything. I go to your like, house tonight. All of my aunts and my mom like confirm all these stories. Like she said no to Pete Rose on a date. She also went to a dance with Coach K of Duke. Coach Case from Elmwood Park. My grandma grew up on the north side. They're the same age. They went to a fucking, like, dance together. Like, that blew my mind. I didn't hear it until, like, I think I was watching the Duke and Zaga game. And she's like, yeah. And she asked my grandma, like, hey, Bill, remember when uh when Coach K asked me to the dance? She's like, oh, I was pretty, I was pretty jealous. Remember when Mike and I went to that dance? Oh, she, she said, yeah. Coach, or I, she said, she, I didn't sound like Oh, no, it's not even. My good friend Mike, basically. <laughs> my good friend Mike, Krzyzewski. I feel like I feel like Coach K would look the same exact like he would oh, look exactly big the ass same. nose yeah as he is now when he was, I like, will find the 18. picture I, I'm going tweet to my grandma's out. tomorrow so I'll find the picture and I will tweet it out yeah tweet it out if you don't mind tweeting your grandma's your grandma's not at all. I feel like he permanently looks seventy years old he he's just have to have a huge nose as a kid or as a teenager I can't even imagine yeah I can't I, I, same exact haircut like kind of combed over like styled. I cannot even imagine him just like not be like just like laughing, just like. Could you imagine Coach K having sex? I just feel like yes. It's just yeah. dead silent in the room. Oh, the lights are off. That's no lights are actually fully on, like not under the sheets. Like you'd be on top of the blankets, just, just like no contact. no movement, <laughs> straight eye contact, no kissing, no no noise. Hmm. Coach K, that was good, Mike. Thanks. Him and Saban, yeah. <laughs> him and Saban Turn both, off the light. Him and Saban both fuck up the exact same way. Have sex the exact same way. I think Saban would get into it a little bit more. Depends on if they won. Depends on if they won the <laughs> they, national championship that year, mm-hmm. or if, if uh, old Deshaun Watson was able to pull it out. It's, it's really all dependent. If he, he just doesn't have a set, I feel like it's. I, mean, I think part of my take like does this does the same bit. He just doesn't have sex. Like if they don't win Saban? the national championship, yeah. He he, does, oh no, he, he doesn't. doesn't he doesn't jerk off for a year. He doesn't come. I think they say. Oh yeah. He just won't come for a year. He doesn't even think about. It. He's like, oh, like yeah, it would be nice to go jerk off right now, but you know. Couldn't get it done against uh, couldn't get it done against old Kyler Murray this year, so I'll be I'll be waiting for another, at least another year or two. Uh, Danny, you got anything else? I know you got to go soon. Yeah, I got to go pretty soon, but no, I, I think we re- I think we got a good good little thirty five minutes. Nice yeah. absolutely. And then interview will follow this, so it'll probably come out around fifteen minutes. Give you a week, calm down from finals. Give a listen. Well, you already did give a listen. You're listening now. Thank you. I appreciate you. We all appreciate you. Every one of you. Mm. So. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah, all I got. Dan, drive very, drive very slowly, please. Ten and ten and two on the wheel. I'm not driving. No, okay, we'll tell John ten and two on the wheel. No texting. Ooh, 
if you're listening to this, Oak Lawn, look up the address because I don't know it offhand. December 21st, next Friday at Goalpost, Christmas sweater, like, event. It's going to be a fucking blast. 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. Three different bands are yep. playing. It's, Goal, it's a shit show. Go, the bar you is called Goalpost. It's on 95th Street in Oak Lawn. I don't know the exact address, but go. 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 We might be recording a live a live episode. We're actually not. But maybe. It's a maybe. Possibly, yeah. There's a 0.1% chance. Fans are going to be flooded. Like, yeah. wow, you guys came for the Bolts? The Bolts? Like, no, we're actually here. No, for we're here for Skyline Sports. We're here for We're here for the podcast. What podcast? <laughs> What's a podcast? <laughs> all right, that's all we got. Thank you all for listening. See you next week. Oh, boy. Enjoy the interview. Hola, sir. How are we doing? I'm doing fantastic. So I've been wanting to have you on for a couple of weeks, but I am an idiot and I keep on forgetting to text you. But it's finally happened. Right, we have go. our hockey. We have our hockey guy on. Um, so we'll just get right into it. We fucking stink this year, right? It's bad. We're doing real bad. That's not great. So I know thirty. We're thirty-first in the league out of thirty-one teams. So there's only thirty-one teams in hockey. Yeah, there's going to be 32 in 2021, I believe, and Seattle becomes a team. Do they have an actual name? Or... Yeah, there's a just No, Seattle. but it's the the list is like Seattle Totems, which is a god-awful name. That sucks. Um, But I like the Krakens. Krakens is a sweet name. Seattle Krakens, I think that'd be. You would have some sick-ass jersey with that. Oh, they, they couldn't go wrong with them. So, like, before we actually talk, like, actual topics about the Hawks, like, what's your, like, opinion on the whole season so far? Well, I, I didn't have high hopes going into the year. I don't think many people did. They had a good start. And then clown Stan Bowman fired Joel Quinville, the second greatest coach of all time. And uh, they hired Jeremy Colton, who's 33 years old, and there are four current players on the Hawks that are older than him. Uh, <laughs> it's not a good look for the league. Um, but, yeah, it's just, it's just gone from bad to worse since the firing of Joel Quinville. Yeah, it's definitely not great. Like, I know I'm not. A, none of us are big hockey guys. That's why we're having you on. We don't like to fucking talk like we know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you're really pigeons. <laughs> but they did win today. I they saw. did. I just finished watching the game. Uh, it was big dub. They needed it. Hawks have dominated it? Pittsburgh over the past six years. Pittsburgh can never beat the Hawks. That's insane. It does suck that we've never faced them in the finals. I don't think. I know that would have been that would have been great. Was it ever close? Like, were they no. ever in the semis or anything? No. No, they were always – every year the Hawks won, uh, Pittsburgh was either didn't make the playoffs or were eliminated early. Yeah, that sucks. Um, so, like, I know it's been a while. I wanted you to have on right after, but, like I said, I'm stupid. I forget. Like, what was the reason for firing Q? Like, what Like what was the bullshit like, oh, response they gave? I've heard no, – I've heard many reasons. I mean, you can't really believe Bowman – Bowman came out and said, oh, he wasn't fired because of – well, ever since 2010, there's been rumors that Quinville and Bowman have never got along. But Bowman – I believe this was just a move to save Bowman's ass because the team was heading downhill. I mean, if you look at Q's season records, they're all way above 500 since he's been here. I mean, mm-hmm. he hasn't done anything. I mean, you can't blame the coach. I mean, obviously, the coach, there's some part to blame for the on the coach. But I feel like not much can be put on Joel Quinville in this situation when you trade away – you know, top-notch players and hand out awful contracts. Well, I know you're not a big basketball guy, but the same shit with the Bulls. They just Absolutely fired, not. They, they just fired Fred Hoiberg, and then, like, 
basically have lost three in a row. And I think the second game of the new coach was like the biggest loss in yeah. Bulls history. 56 points, right? Yes. Yeah. So like, Absolute dumpster it's not fire. the coach's fault. It's not the coach's fault if you're giving them dog shit talent. Exactly. Um, but like talking about dog shit talent, like I know baseball wise, if you just tank for a couple years, you have a good bet of being good as long as you don't completely fuck it up. Like what's our future look like for the I'm, Hawks? I'm, now I'm glad you brought that up. I think the Hawks future is going to be real strong. The Hawks uh, minor league team, Rockford Ice Hawks. I mean, they, the Hawks have always been one of the best teams in the league at drafting. I mean, they get steals out of the draft. Um, and the the trade we made just recently, Nick Schmaltz for main part of the, the trade, Dylan Strom and uh, Austin Perlini was also thrown in, who hasn't got off to a good start in Chicago. But Dylan Strom has been lighting it up. I think five goals and like four assists in like maybe eight games since he's been here, real promising. And after not doing anything in Phoenix, Arizona, uh, he's really he looks really good. He's playing with the Brinkhead, his old uh, roommate from juniors. That their line was. Probably Connor McDavid. I don't know if you heard of him. Uh, kind of a big deal. He's good. Uh, yeah, him. He's reunited with his lineman, the Brinkat, who also played on the same line. He looks good. Uh, but the Kane looks unbelievable as always. Top five player in the league. Taze, Taze is definitely having a bounce back year after about four years of just underproduction. But I mean, I think I think they're heading. And if there's going to get a uh, Jack Hughes, he's projected to be the first overall pick. Uh. His brother went first overall last year to Vancouver, so they're a hockey family. Uh, uh, but yeah, I think uh, the Hawks are gonna get a really nice pick this year, and I hope I hope they target Jack Hughes because the way they're going, I think they're gonna get the first pick in the draft because they stink. Is there is there an obvious first pick? Is that Jack Hughes who you're talking Jack about? Jack Hughes, yeah, he's he's American too, so that's nice. good. Um, uh, you're talking about how like how we're fucking awesome at drafting, like. Mm-hmm. But it seems like we're awesome at drafting. Like I know we had we drafted Panarin, um, Anisimov, whatever. But like we trade all these guys away. Like yeah. why? Is it just salary cap, reasons? Cap, yeah, because I mean hockey doesn't have hockey, hockey is such a small cap space. Uh-huh. And and in order, it's just like any any super team. Like I wouldn't call it Hawks. I would call them more of a dynasty than super team because. They had off years after, in between wins, but they used that as rebuilding. Hawks are just really good at rebuilding processes, renting players and handing them out. Um, uh-huh. I, I believe there's still a chance the Hawks could get Panarin in the offseason. Uh, I mean, I because uh, that's what happened to Saad when we originally traded Saad after the 2015 Cup. It was basically like a loan. We gave it to we gave him to Columbus and we got him right back. I don't I at the time I agreed with the trade, but obviously it's just just an absolute dumpster fire. Absolute rocket in the league, and then uh, Saad under producer. How does a hockey salary cap work? It's like a hard cap, a soft cap. Because I know in baseball, there is technically a cap, but if you go over, there's only like you have to pay a percentage fee every yeah. year. You can't. Um, so yeah, you can't uh, go over the cap, and it's I think it's eighty million now, and next year it's going to go up to eight or it's like eighty five right now, and next year it'll go up to like eighty nine point five. So it's a, it's an extremely hard cap, like you can't even yeah. go over at all, no matter what. Yeah, you can't go over. That fucking blows. And you, you know, I'm pretty sure, like other sports, you you have to spend a certain amount too. Um, yeah, there is a floor for most sports, or else you yeah. also face another fine. Um, I don't know. So you want what else you want to talk about hockey? Take the um, where you want to go. Well, I think uh, I'll give you my pick for this year's Stanley Cup. I'll I'll uh. I think Tampa is the is a shot this year of winning the cup. They look, they just dominate. Well, I heard. I think I don't know. This is just from what I'm reading on Twitter. Is Boston any good this year? 
Oh, uh, they have the potential to be pretty good. Yeah, they they look they look pretty good. They have a lot of talent. Is it young talent? Um, it's a mix of young and veteran veterans. That's high school veterans. <coughs> uh, okay, actually, I still have a question. Say we decide, okay, we fucking stink. It's we're going into full blown tank mode. Like I don't know how much hockey is like baseball, but like baseball, you start selling off your best aspects. Is there any uh, chance we see a Kane, a Taze, or like a key player get traded this year? Absolutely, absolutely. I I'm glad you brought this up. I was actually talking with my teammates earlier today. I think there's a big trade coming soon between the core, the core, the reigning core of the three Stanley Cups is Brent Seabrook, Duncan Keith, Patrick Kane, and Jonathan Taze. Used uh, Joel Quinville used to be part of that, but like I said, he's clown, gone. Clown McFuckface, Stan Bowman traded or fired him. Um, but I, I see a trade like that. I hope it's not Kane. I'd be okay if it was Taze. Um, but uh, I, I think that's it's inevitable. Whether it happens during the season, I believe it'll happen before next season. Yeah, before it'll start next season. Yeah, I, I believe it'll. I don't know what the trade market is like in hockey, but you're going to get the most value out of Kane. And I don't know how long rebuilds take in hockey, but. He probably won't be what he is now by the time the Hawks are competing for a Stanley Cup. So I would say get the most value while you can. Uh yeah. I Kane's just one of those players where he show. I mean, he's not, he doesn't get touched out there. He rarely faces injury. Uh-huh. Uh And he's he's an animal in the weight room. Animal. What? Uh, I I could see him being a threat, an act, a legitimate threat in the league till he's thirty-eight, thirty-seven, thirty-eight. I'd say. He's but thirty right now. I isn't most of his game based on speed, speed and like agility and like deception? Um, I he's he's all around everything. Okay, maybe I think not 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 so much the defensive side. I, he'll steal the puck from you, obviously, like in an instant. Uh-huh. I mean, he's not physical. I mean, but he, you can't touch him out there. His hands are unbelievable. His shot, is one of the best in the league. I mean, it's just so his passing. But yeah, like you said, his deception. His deception is just. He's he's the current he's the modern day Pavel Datsyuk. I'll be honest, I've heard the name. I don't know what type of player he is. Gross. Just think of uh, he's the uh, um, white chocolate of the NBA. Okay, I, I, I don't know his name, but he's a smooth. Jason Williams. Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Smooth. You you fucking pulled out a basketball reference. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, hey, 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 had to, had to. I was not expecting this at all. Yeah, um, I, knew, I only knew his uh, nickname. Fuck, let me trade. Okay, give me Stanley Cup prediction. Um, As of right now, and I don't see it. Tampa, who else? I think it's going to be Tampa between Winnipeg, Winnipeg or Nashville. That would fucking stink. I do. Winnipeg is gross. Nashville well, looks good. N- not for hockey guys. I mean, like, for the casual, just like, hey. Right. They're like, who the fuck are exactly? It doesn't look good for them, but for hockey fans – Honestly, well, like for me, for me, I don't give a fuck who's in the final. Yeah, hockey just, guys well, will watch whatever's on. Just like the casual yeah. fan, that the ratings would be horrible. The ratings would be horrible, but I, it would be if those two teams go at it, it would be mm-hmm. just a great series. I think. You got anything else to bring up on hockey, or just until next time? Uh yeah, I think we uh, we covered all as, as what's going on currently with the Hawks, the dumpster fire that it is, and. You know, I mean, I, their, their future looks – I mean, obviously right now it's tough, but I think just like any team, it's just a rebuilding process. And I think within the next three years, they'll be a, a legitimate threat in the league again. Uh-huh. Yeah.
All right. Thank you very much for coming on. Yeah. yeah thanks for having me on. You'll be back. I just, awesome. I'm horrible at planning. So it just took a while. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. See you later. See you. Hello, my baby. Hey. Whoa. Yo. Hello, my ragtime. Hit him, hit him, hit Hey, hey, you finna die, baby. Nigga run up, then I swear he gon' get it. Fuck the police, I ain't taking no ticket. Who gave you scary ass niggas some bread? Looking at y'all like a chicken and bitch. Don't play with me, cause that's where I get wicked. Beast of the West, cause she's jumping like crickets. So many hoes, don't you ask, can I dig it? She asked how long do I last, girl, no limit. Unless the head too good, then I might bust in a minute. Dirty on me, put a hole in your fitted. How you a bust with no hand in your power? Niggas moving weird, they got crab legs. She get bad head, Please don't end up on the news, bitch. Yo. Get bagged up like a new fit. Yo. Bad bitch suck two dicks. She ain't a hoe, she just too lit. Uh-huh. Got two hoes and they both chirping. You can say I got two chicks. Wake up and get another bag. It's you can find it in the blueprint. Goddamn, I ain't really feeling you. Uh-huh. And I don't really want to deal with you. Young grimy nigga entertainment. Yo. Swear to God, we a different crew. You better keep this shit lyrical. Because if I got to get physical, you going to end up on a respirator and condition. That's quite critical. Hit him, hit him. I got to run all these bitches up. Why she nigga pull up in the belly truck. Huh? I make a mess, paramedics come pick it up, surrender all of your shit, nigga. Get it up. Shoot at your niggas, aim at their chest, just like you want to get to the fuck. Huh? Shoot at your niggas, aim at their chest, just like you want to get to the fuck. Why? Ain't none of my niggas get fighting. No, with a god, all my niggas like it. Uh-huh. This shit bite your ear, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Turn your lifeline to a hyphen. Yeah. Then I'm gone when I hear Cyrus. Huh? And I heard the bitch straight trifling. She, she gon' suck me up and I ain't wiping. No, no. I don't think I even want to dive in. You shooting shots at me. Shooting? So many bricks, you can make a tower. Your mixtape really stink. It stink. Every song, I need a take a shower. If I take you shopping, don't take an hour Cause that mean I gotta wait an hour Baby girl, keep acting childish I might have to smack her with some baby powder You shooting shots at me Why you doing So many bricks, you can make a tower Brick. Your mixtape really stink it's Every song I need to take a shower If I take you shopping, don't take an hour Cause that mean I gotta wait an hour huh? Baby girl, keep acting childish I might have to smack her with some baby powder Yo, baby powder. Yo you know what the fuck going on, nigga? Just watching me in this bitch Fuck you talking about, nigga? Huh? It's all the way Hey, turn on the bottom one why do you want to murder that, nigga? Hey, y'all be talking about me, nigga. Huh? She just want me for my dick. She just want me for my, huh? Whoa, 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 hit him, hit him. Yo. Open thing on this? Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. You finna die, baby.